a new day dawns and Georg finds himself with some free time. He decides to go check up on the unicorn in the prison. While he is down there, he explores a bit and finds a lengthy secret tunnel. After checking up on the unicorn, he returns to his rooms and goes through his new books to see if he finds anything concerning the value of unicorn parts. He finds that several parts are quite valuable, but decides on holding off on telling Baron Song this for a while. Instead, he goes to visit Marjorie and informs her of her family's release. She is very grateful and departs for Thornwood almost immediately. The next day, word reaches the keep of a peasant uprising, which Cal Grella goes to stamp out, but Georg uses the next few days to research and do some work in his own burgeoning laboratory. Three days later, Georg, using his newly learnt spell of no alignment, determines that his magic amulet has an alignment of chaotic evil. He also receives his first delivery of displacer beast tides from Lance and, true to his word, informs Baron Song of Lance's skill. With plenty of free time, Georg decides to use magic to intensely examine the amulet in an attempt to learn more about its power. But the attempt leaves him unconscious and vulnerable for an extended period of time. When he awakes from his stupor, he is summoned to the dungeons by Lord Song. When he arrives, he finds the Lord and Cal Grella waiting impatiently. The Lord informs him that they caught a burglar and wishes to know if Georg has magical means to interrogate the prisoner. Georg says he may have an item to help and goes to question the prisoner, slipping the paladin's ring on as he goes. Before he sacrifices the would-be thief's soul to the amulet, he learns that the thief was sent by Vanessa, the previous sheriff's sister. The Baron, somewhat unsettled by witnessing Georg feed the amulet a soul, suggests Georg visit her and ask her to become head of the Lord's Information Network. So at night, Georg assumes wraith form and visits her. Fortunately for her, she is amendable to the Baron's arrangement. Georg returns to the keep and investigates who leaked the information in the first place. His investigation points to the cook's insistent being the mole, and the Baron suggests a nice public hanging to set the mood and enforce public loyalty. That night, Georg does an astrology reading on Baron's song and sees a sign of death, though what that means he does not know. When he informs the Baron, he requests that Georg ensure that the mole work alone, which he does, and as a result, the Misty Rapids gets to enjoy a public hanging the next day. The Baron gives the gathered crowd a rousing speech on loyalty, 
and after the moulded the hemp fandango, Mother Oldman steps forward and denounces Georg for a monster and calls for him to be purified. Georg counters with his own rhetoric before riding off with Baron's song, and his words seem to bite and sway the townsfolk. What dark deeds lie ahead for Georg? Has Georg overtaken Baron's song on the creepiness scale? Will he settle down in misty rapids, or seek adventure elsewhere? Find out next time on Dicing with Death. Why, hello there, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. Ryan, how are you doing today? I am doing well, doing well. Excellent. How, how are you doing? I am like in a new place. Doing quite darkly, in, indeed. In the, in the heavens? Yes. All hail the light that surrounds us all. Absolutely. So I have moved, if you guys haven't figured it out yet, again, to Northern California this time. This is the view out my streaming area. Uh, it's the Pacific Ocean in the background. If there are any deer in the yard, I might pause the stream and go take a look at the deer with you guys. Uh, and, but until we get the actual lighting set up, I'm going to be pretty backlit today. Um, it was better a second ago. Yeah, if like I lean forward. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a mess, but I think for Dicing with Death, this might actually be the best way to stream like this. So what have you been up to, Ryan? Not a lot. The quarter slash school year is wrapping up, so busy times. But... Any more classes after this, or is this your last set of classes? I said I was done like a year and a half ago, but I think this is finally the last set of classes. Ever? Potentially. Wow. Wow. Cool. Well, why don't we hop into game then? Unless you've got something else to share with us. I don't think so. And it sounds like you've already started the creepy music, so... It looks right. like we're ready for dicing with death. Yeah, so where is Carl? So I, I don't... We can pick up wherever is convenient for you. I think we ended the session just like galloping away from the hanging. That's what after, I thought, too. After the awkward confrontation with Mother Ullman. Yes. And I think we all just... Head back to the keep. our way back to the keep, yes. Sure. Uh, you guys make it back to... Oh, right, because you guys were riding back to the keep, and Baron's song said something to the effects of we don't want to make a martyr out of her. Yeah. Yeah. So Georg's pondering what to do with, about Mother Ullman. I don't have much of a beef, but she seems convinced that I need to be purged or repent sins, maybe stripped naked and marched through the streets of Misty Rapids. Maybe something like that. <clears throat> um, I hit level seven, so I think... Oh, right, did you really pick the spells that the you wanted to learn? The only fourth level dimension spell is a dimension door. So I will now be able to teleport not randomly but at <laughs> in two specified locations. Excellent. 
And a fun little side effect of Dimension Door is if you teleport somewhere that is already occupied by a solid body, you can trap yourself in the astral plane. I don't know if you're quite ready for those hijinks, but this is essentially a cheap workaround of the astral spell, right? Yes. (laughs) Cheap and unpredictable workaround of the astral spell. Yes. But since... I mean, you might end up in a... Uh, that might be the equivalent of instant death. If you're trapped on the astral plane with no way to survive on the astral plane. and Do you need special means to survive on the... Well, I'm these are questions sure. for another day. <laughs> yeah. The interplanar stuff has always been uncomfortable for me, and so I've avoided it. Uh, which is probably why it stays uncomfortable for me, is because I don't... Avoided the deep metaphysical questions... Well, you're dealing with a dimensionalist here, so you may need to confront your fears. We'll start working on interplanar travel eventually. Uh, for the meantime, you guys are back in the keep. Yes. Um, back in the keep. Uh, am I working on any spells? I don't recall. I am definitely working on my quarter staff. You are not working on any spells. I have some spell components to craft, including uh, glass needles and tiny uh, tiny horns. And your staff. If you work on your staff for three more days straight, it'll be done. Okay, so I'm focusing on that. Uh, I'll actually probably do the tiny needles first. Okay and figure out what I need to do to make miniature trumpets or whatever are required by clairvoyance. Sure. And what about uh, um, spells? Yeah. Uh, did I? Do we have anything I'm working on? Nope. Nope. You had just learned, uh, I think it was... The explosive runes? Yes. Or maybe it was no alignment. Explosive Probably. runes. No alignment was the one before that. Oh, let's do Magic Mouth next. Okay, that is a second level spell? Yeah. And your chance to learn is? 80%. 80%. I have never cast my fly spell, as chat points out. Where, where would you fly? I don't know, but that seems like a pretty... Like, you learn how to fly, it seems like... The first thing you do is go fly, right? Maybe. Like, would, like if you, as soon as you learn to fly spell, wouldn't you just step outside that back door and go flying? And I go imagine flying. that in the process of learning a spell, you you cast it, or is that not a thing? No, no. Okay. So I think you have understood how to fly, but you just haven't tested. Like you've built the prototype of the plane, but you haven't sat anyone in it yet. Okay. And I guess I've already got a lot of projects going on, but another thing, I mean, I've still got uh, Lady Red Shield's enormous library to continue going through. Yes. In particular, looking maybe for any hints of her whereabouts, but probably unlikely to be found in her in her books. None of these are personal. These aren't like notebooks or journals or anything, right? It's they all are just not. research materials. Yes. Mostly arcane, correct? Yes. These are all like the books that went missing from the library. Yes. 
Well, I, I wouldn't call it missing. She was importing books and just happened to selectively pull some away. Uh, you didn't get her spell book, did you? No, she's still got it, I assume. Yeah. Unless if it was in the keep, I probably would have found it, unless I failed some roll somewhere. You don't have it. I just wanted to make sure. Uh, so, staff, so I, I think Georg's probably killing four days or so until things are done. Okay. What are you doing? Do you leave the keep at all during these four days? Do you go into town? Do you head anywhere? Uh, I will likely need materials to make miniature trumpets. But I can, can I, I can, I'd probably send a servant into town. Okay. Yeah, you can send servants into town to get stuff. Yeah, to like purchase like metals or whatever. Yeah, that's the whole purpose of having servants. Okay. So no, I doubt I leave the keep during this time. Okay. So we can pass one, two, three. You're making Trump. Uh... Um, I think I just want to make the golden needles first. How many needles figure. do you want to make? Uh, how many can I make in a short period of time? In like a day? If you can day? make, what is it, D6 arrowheads in a day? No, you can make 10 arrowheads a day. I bet you could make 20 needles a day. Okay. Right? That seems about fair. They don't even need to be functional. They just need to be, look enough like a, like a needle to trick the gods of magic. That means they need to be functional needles. The gods of magic <laughs> are very wise. Okay. Uh, all right, so I spend 20 gold to make 20 golden needles. Okay. Uh, so those get um, made, and then you skip a few days. Yeah. So those are the first day, and then it'll be three days of straight staff making. After three days of straight staff making and spell studying, your bronze staff is done, and you do learn magic mouth. Nice. Well, at some point, I'll tell Lord Song that I have a way to send secret messages, and I've—I guess I've had that for a while that I forgot about. So I do have a bronze staff or bronze quarter staff. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Um. So just to go over spells I have currently memorized. Uh, we've got reduce. Protect magic, color spray, feather fall, burning hands, deep pockets, displace self, knock, conceal alignment, which let's just say I cast on the amulet every single day. Unless, you're gonna, every day you're going to wake up and cast conceal alignment? Yeah, last 24 hours. So unless I tell you that I'm changing, uh, yeah. So okay. unless like I, I don't have a chance to memorize new spells or what have you, that just takes a spell slot every day. Interesting. Blink. Lightning bolt, wraith form, and a double dose of dimension door. Okay. I need some level four spells. I may very well be the most powerful wizard in all the land. I've yet to see a fourth level spell. So we will have to have to investigate. So we make it four days without incident. Nothing is happening. Yep. Yep. Uh, today is the fifth of April. And um, what do you want to do? You've got your spells learned. You've got your staff made. You've got your spell components made. 
There was that one woman calling for your death in town, but, you know, who really cares about that? Oh, another woman. Actually, can I... Let's see what I would change. I want to show off that magic mouth. So just for today, can I actually remember? I'll skip knock, memorize magic mouth, and send it to Lord Song. Sure. Can you send magic mouth? Yeah. Um. Well, I'll tell you what I do. So let's see, magic mouth. Oh, I don't. Can you add that to my list of spells? Yes. So I'm thinking I can cast it on a piece of paper, and send him a piece of paper that speaks to him. But let's read what the it has been added to your list. An enchanted mouth that Chosen suddenly object, appears. Yeah. Oh. Message which can be 25 words or less. Hmm. Can be placed upon a tree, rock, door, or any other object, excluding intelligent members of the animal or vegetable kingdoms. <laughs> Very well. Um, let's Only... cast it on a piece of paper. And then... I think I want to write on the piece of paper. Um. So you need some sort of audio or <clears throat> or visual trigger. Uh... Spell function. It just says when specific conditions occur. Scroll down a little bit. According to the command of the spellcaster, to the first creature that touches you, or speak to the first creature that touches you, to the first creature that passes within 30 feet. Speak only when a venerable. (laughs) (laughs) Venerable female human carrying a sack of groat. Goat Goat clusters. It's cross-legged within one foot. Yeah, so it can be something very specific, but it needs to be some sort of trigger yeah so the trigger will be when someone speaks uh what's a what's a what's a code word that Georg would like alakazam alakazam i need (laughs) Uh, um maybe i'll defer to chat Or das Liest des Doof. I don't know. I don't speak German. Reptar is good. Yeah, a little too close to home. I'll just. I my first thought was speak Carl when in pri- when you have some privacy with quotes around Carl. Mm-hmm. Although I hope none of the servants accidentally shout Carl on the way there. They probably will, won't they? So let's not do Carl. Whoever reads this is stupid. Is what. No, but I need to too. get Lord Song to say it. Um, let's okay. Let's do. Um, snake, copper snake. Is that the symbol of his house? Yes. Something so like I'll, that. I'll write on the piece of paper. Speak and in quotes copper snake when you are alone and then I'll cast the magic mouth spell which will say I have discovered a way to send messages in secret 
Okay. So I need a small bit of honeycomb. Can I find that in the kitchens or is yes, this? Yes, you can find that in the kitchens. Okay, and I'll probably stuff a bunch. Oh, copper head. That's, that's way better than copper snake. <laughs> I realize this before I write the note. Sure. <laughs> or I write it on another piece of paper. I think you're yeah. like going down to find the, the honeycomb yeah. in the kitchen when, you, when copper head comes to mind. Yeah, fuck a black mamba. And someone in chat was asking for a description of the staff. It is a uh, bronze staff in the likeness of a coiled serpent. So a long spindled serpent with a head and fangs up at the top. Uh, it is not, It's a, I guess it's a quarter staff, so it's size large, but it's made of bronze. So it's like four pounds of bronze is not that long, but I think it's heavy and unwieldy and still acts as a large weapon. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking probably like a three foot staff or something like that, more like a walking stick, but when wielded as a weapon, it's kind of like a two-handed cudgel, or at least you need the second hand to balance yourself when you swing it. Nice. Okay. So I, yeah, send that magic mouth note to Lord Song. Hand it to a servant and say, send this to Lord Song. All right. Servant takes off looking for Lord um, Song. Yeah. Do I, I should get myself a seal too. Yes, you should. I probably just fold the letter, but need some wax and a seal. Mm. It means you need to come up with a sigil for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Um... And then I probably just kick it in my laboratory. <laughs> so, I don't know. Giggling to myself about what Lord Song will think of the, the magic mouth. What is the ma Does the magic mouth look like a specific mouth? Nope, it's just a pair of lips that go. Wah, 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 wah. Are they are they sexy lips? Are they my lips? Are they a snake's lips? I think that's probably one of the things that you can customize. Yeah. Message is and is the message spoken in the word of the caster? It doesn't specify, does it? It just speaks them. Mm -hmm. Probably in a a voice that is not yours. Okay. Although I would say if you want to use your own voice, that would probably work. Otherwise, it, it comes up with its own magic voice. Hmm. I think its own magic voice would be fine. Maybe a hissing snake-like voice, at least for the time being. I have discovered a way to send messages in secret. Fantastic. So, now what? Mm, I think I hang out, bask in my labor, twirl my cool pimp cane, and decide what's next. So I guess memorize my spells, finish my crafting. I guess I still need to figure out the Claire audience spell components, but that's not that big of a, of a deal at this point. Need to think about 
making peace with Mother Omen. Hmm. I'm still supposed to set things up with Lady Dysack. Got a long to-do list that I'm procrastinating on. Well, which one would you like to start? Um, well, I think for now we're just hanging out uh, and we'll see what Lord Song has to say. Lord Song visits you later that day. Very pleased that your magic mouth has worked its ways on him. Um, He asks you if this can be sent to anybody or only to him. Um, The magic mouth will speak when a specific set of conditions is met. Uh, in this case, I instructed it to deliver the message when it heard the specific keyword. But we could also, it can also deliver a message when a person or creature of a specific description approaches or, well, the your creativity is the limit. But I think this sort of keyword is the simplest approach to concealing a message. And note that the message can only be delivered the once. Yes, I see. There is another matter I was hoping to speak with you on. Of course. Of course, my lord. Mother Ullman. Yes, I have been meditating on this. Do you have any thoughts? She has been openly calling for your death in town. More? Still? She says that you must be purified under the waters of the sacred river until all the evil has left you, which I am led to believe is the her way of saying until you have exhaled all there is in your lungs. She wishes to see you drown. Mm. Does this not bother you? I was just, sorry, I was just thinking of ways to survive a drowning. (laughs) Um, Can you do that? I don't know, but I don't know that that would solve the problem. If I floated away or came back the next day, I think she would, well, I don't know what she would do. If she, if you survived her purification ritual and came out living, Why, my dear Georg, I did not even think that would be possible. Oh, shit. (laughs) Hold on, I didn't, I didn't say that it would. If you could manage this, we could voluntarily offer you up for purification. Then when you come out the other end intact like no one has ever done before. Why, Carl, that might put you above Mother Ullman in the eyes of the people. 
Do you not have philosophical misgivings about these purification rituals? Why is it that Kelgreller never eats the good berries or accepts the holy water? I think Greller and Ullman have come to an agreement, an unspoken agreement. I don't know if I can cast a spell underwater. <laughs> I definitely can't. Could you not cast a spell beforehand? I don't know. Dimension door only requires verbal component. How does this purification ritual go? You leap into the river and they wade into the river with you and push you under the water until you stop moving. Hmm. I don't know if this is something I will have a way out of. Escape. Those tricks are my specialty, but breathing underwater, I think this is a matter for priests. Mm. Mm. Level is water breathing. I have duties to attend. There seems to be some issues with Countess Nina. He turns on his heel and leaves. Uh, I guess I'm curious what's going on in Thornwood, but I don't, don't bother to pry. I'm trying to... Water breathing is a third level alteration spell. It is. I could get my hands on that spell, actually. That could be pretty quick, but wouldn't know where to get it. And you can't research spells that already exist, correct? Uh, you can research spells that already exist, but you cannot research spells that already exist in attempt to, like if you fail them, to fail to <laughs> learn, you can't research it to get another chance to learn it. So maybe I'll start thinking about that with this free day. I'll go back. I mean, this is when I guess I'll dig into the library. Looking for information on water breathing. And if anything comes up, that may give me a hint as to the whereabouts of Lady Red Shield. That would be nice to do. Hmm. 
I guess the no. spell research is in the DMG. Yeah. I think it takes a long time and a lot of money, which I don't have. I think most of the money is for building the library. Research. Research time. For research, research time requires the character to be in good health. Further, he must refrain from adventuring while undertaking the study. During research, wizards study over old manuscripts and priests work their devotions. The minimum amount of time needed to research a spell is two weeks per spell level. So we're talking six weeks. And the cost, 100 to 1,000 GP per spell level. The DM can choose the actual cost or determine it randomly. Okay. So... I mean, so I... I mean, I guess that's what I start doing. I mean, this is the first day of spell research. I don't know if, I, I imagine things might come to a head before the six weeks are up, but I will. I mean, I, I am, I think this is the beginning of the research process is pouring through the library that I have and see if there's any mention, maybe mention of wizards that may have cast it. I mean, I, that could actually be a shortcut if I find a name of a wizard who has water breathing. There's also Lasting Breath, the first level spell. But that only lasts a couple rounds. I think for your research, you will need to spend uh, 200 GP per spell level for this one. So 600 GP total and six weeks. Okay. Jesus, that's like all the money I have. Does... um. Does that GP go anywhere? Or is that like, what is that spent on? Like, does that mean more books get added to the library? Does that mean... I think it's probably a few books get added and then you're getting various spell components to try and test things. So, you know, you you buy a bunch of fish heads to try and, you know, work out if that's maybe a component that you want to use. Or you, know, you buy some scales of a naga to see if that's a, a worthwhile component. And... <laughs> Little did I know, the material components for the spell is a short reed or a piece of straw. <laughs> Turns out they're cheap, but there's costs. Sending yep. messengers here and there to gather information and request things. We can gloss over most of the details. We might go into a few of them. But I think there are people that you send about to gather information and bring back items. and um, You know, buy a lot of medieval energy drinks to stay up with those late nights. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, so I guess that will be plan A. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's keep going ahead a few days then. We'll just yeah. start. 
I think we're, now that you're seventh level, I think we're going to start entering a different phase of this campaign where the, also you've kind of wrapped up a lot of the bigger picture stuff where we will probably be burning through game time a lot faster and skipping weeks and sections, maybe even months. I am a dimensionalist after all. What is time to one like me? So let's skip ahead a few more days. Yes. Um, so, three days later, it is Thursday the 7th of April, 1509. You've woken one day. Servants have brought you, uh, awoken you to come down for breakfast. As you make it downstairs into the great hall, Baron Song is seated, the soldiers are seated, Kel Greller and Kel Crystal are seated. The servants have their own table far off to the side that is prepped for as soon as you are done with their meal for them to eat. When the front door opens with a bang and a pale-faced priest stands before you, not a cleric, a priest, one of the the other guys in town. Do we recognize? Is this the I don't think you Nam? recognize him. Nam? Uh, Brother Nem. Brother Nem? Is this Brother Nem? It is. If you've okay. met him before, you recognize him. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure if I have met him. Maybe I've seen him. I've certainly, I certainly would recognize the name. His face is pale. He's covered in sweat. Well, I mean, his cheeks are red, but everything else is quite pale. He's covered in sweat. He leans over on his hands and knees, panting, and looks up and goes, ah, Chimera! Chimera's in town! It's... It, it landed on the first falls, and it, it started ripping it to shreds and setting it on fire, and... Baron Song, do something! Chimera? I stand on my feet. Have I heard of this creature? Uh, probably, through legend and lore. A creature mm -hmm. with the head of a lion, the head of a dragon, the head of a goat, all mixed into a, a strange monster with the tail of an eel, the hindquarters of a goat, the bats of a, the wings of a bat, the front of a lion. Yes, a magical construct, correct? Once upon a time. It God knows how these things escaped and bred in the wild, but they're here now. Two chimeras in one week. What are the chances? Spoilers. Eh, not really. But yes. What are the chances indeed? Uh oh. Did we lose him? Lose who? Oh, you there? I'm, I'm was that here. me or was that you? Uh, I don't know, but we're still here. Okay. All right. Uh, let me check something. Deep pocket takes. Okay. The hall's quiet. Baron Song looks to Kel Griller and then to Kel Crystal. He gets up, pushes his chair back, and says, Well, I believe we have the men and women right for this job. Kel Griller, would you lead our. He takes a glance at you and notices you kind of. Sitting there nervously, maybe? Um, 
Maybe that's what it looks like. I think I'm like probably muttering to myself under my breath as I like go through my memory of everything I know about Shimra's. So I'm probably a little spaced out and muttering. Griller, why don't you lead the party to deal with this? Yes. Oh, yes. I'll, I'll I'll be there in ten, and I think I rush off to my to get my things without any more discussions. As, as you leave, you can hear over the sound of your footfall on the stone. Kelgreller ordering his men to get his armor and his weapons, and to do the same for Kel Crystal. She'll be yeah. coming with him as well. I do the magely equivalent, although I don't have squires. So I go through the 10 minutes it takes to cast my deep pockets and load up all of my spell components and extra quarter staves and crowbars and whatever random tools I've got into my deep pockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 10 minutes, that's probably about how long it takes them to put on plate mail, correct? If they haven't already armored up. Something like that. Between getting plate mail and saddling horses. Mm-hmm. I assume we all convene in the, in the... Everyone meets up in the courtyard about ten minutes later. Me on my dinky little riding horse, wishing I had memorized a phantom steed. <clears throat> Alright, everyone's out there. Kel Greller and Kel Crystal are seated atop horses. It looks like there are Three more, uh, four more horses behind them with soldiers. The rest of them are staying behind to keep an eye on the keep, make sure that the chimera doesn't come this way. <clears throat> well, I look to Greller. What's the plan, Chief? Probably quiet enough so that the the men can't hear. These things fly, you know. It's not as simple as hacking it apart with a sword. We need to lure it into into range of our weapons. They say the dragon head can breathe fire. Terrifying. Yes. Crystal, why don't you and I take up opposite ends of the street? hopefully get it to come after one of us then the other can come up from behind and get up from both sides he looks to you with narrow eyes what tricks do you have up your sleeve sorcerer many tricks though I would need another day to prepare you to fly crafted wizardries all fine and good but if you are not ready to fight on any given day what you what practical use is it <clears throat> I know what I'm about just as you are an expert in the sword I am very good at what I do come let us ride alright the gates open Seven of you ride out towards town. So there's four men at arms, or four, four men at arms: Kelgreller, Kelcrystal, and yourself. Uh, the men are mounted. Men are mounted. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. You guys ride on into town. You can hear the... Uh, actually, you don't hear the bells. Uh, Brother Nim is with you, and he mentions that the, the bells have stopped. I wonder what that means. Perhaps it has attacked the church. I look up to the hill, or look up the hill. Uh, you don't see anything yet. Main temple? You can't see the main temple from where you are yet. You'll be able to see it in like another quarter mile or so, a half mile or so. In any case, that seems like a good place to get a view. Mm-hmm. Um, and regardless of what the rest of the party does, I think I start up the hill to the uh, main temple. Okay. The yeah. others continue along yeah. the road that comes in near the Temple of Purification. Uh, you ascend the hill. You make it to the main temple. You Alone? Or did the party follow? They did not follow. They went their own way. Okay. Uh, you make it up here to find the steeple toppled uh, stones having crushed bodies down on the ground around it few people that look like they've been ripped apart by a wild animal uh, but no sign of a chimera when you approach the main temple um, I think I quickly dismount and run into the temple without really thinking right. inside you find a few civilians and some priests in training who are attending to them, they look badly wounded did, did the beast descend upon you? the youngish girl who's training as a priestess nods and says, I... From where? She rang the bells and, and it came and it, it toppled the towers. And... I like look up. Is there a giant hole in the roof where the bell tower was? Yeah, it's kind of collapsed and fallen over and there's blocks having fallen into the main chamber. Uh, you can see the sky through the where the tower is supposed to be. Where did it go? I like look out the door, scanning the village below. Back, Back to town. At this point, I think you catch sight of the beast. It is sitting on top of the Temple of Order over near the Noble District, just to the bottom of the hill, the fog view in. All right. I get back on my horse and start riding down the hill. Are these steps up the main temple, or are those... Yes, they're stairs. Was I able to ride a horse, like, adjacent to the stairs or something, up to the top, or... You can ride horses up and down stairs. Or or you can ride on the hill adjacent to them. It matters not. Okay. Uh, But as you work your way down the hill, you see Kel Greller come in this way along this road, the main road through town. And you spot Kel Crystal coming over here this way. Uh, where are the mounted men-at-arms? Each one of them has two men-at-arms behind them. Right. I shout to Kel Greller, the Temple of Order! It appears he he's too far away to hear you, or he doesn't pay you any mind. Yeah! I, like, whip the horse and keep continue shouting the Temple of Order as I ride to rejoin with Kel Greller. You rejoin with him at the base of the fog view in. He's set up right here where mm-hmm. as Kel Crystal and her men are set up over here. How far are we from the Temple of Order? 200 yards. 
Can I see the... You can indeed see the chimera. It has perched on the roof. It has a few corpses up there with it, which it seems happily to be munching on. The temple roof is 25 feet in the air. Maybe not 25 feet in the air, maybe 20 feet in the air. The streets are all but deserted. Occasionally you see someone poking their head out of a window. Georg's like muttering to himself, doing calculations, trying to gauge the distance and like calculating trajectories of lightning bolts. Uh, and what is Greller doing? Are him and the men just sort of squaring up in the street? Greller is watching the creature from his horse, very carefully eyeing it. You're vaguely aware uh, of a fire on the other side of town. Mm-hmm. You saw it from the main temple, but I think your mind was focused on the the, the chimera instead. That's fine. We'll deal with that later. Well, I look to Greller with an inappropriate grin, perhaps too excited for the, given the situation. I think I, I dismount from my horse. Okay. Greller asks one of his men to hand him his bow. Don't you need to be closer? He continues to ignore you. Uh, someone passes him a bow and a quiver of arrows. I start rummaging through my pockets for my displacer beast leather. Okay. Uh, and then Kelgriller starts to slowly walk his horse down the road. Actually, no, he's got a longbow. He'll need to dismount his horse. Uh, one of the other soldiers takes it, and he begins to walk down the road towards the temple. I walk beside him. Okay. From the other side, you see Kel Crystal. She doesn't have a bow. She keeps her... What is it? She has a cool weapon, doesn't she? Uh, no, she draws her long sword and starts making her way towards the temple. I turn to Greller and I say, if, if this dragon head can truly breathe fire, perhaps we should keep some distance. Run and hide, wizard. And miss this. These creatures are a legend. I didn't know they were still making them. Um, when we get to within about a hundred yards or so, uh, we'll probably stop before then. Well, let me check the my lightning bolt range. Do you have lightning bolt memorized? I do. Uh, Forty yards, so one hundred and ten yards. 
So I'll cast my displaced self just before reaching 110 yards. I don't know when Greller is going to stop and start shooting arrows, though. Um, Kel Greller will stop and start shooting at 140 yards. Nope, uh, 100 yards, actually. Okay, so about the same. Mm-hmm. So I think just before we reach that 100-yard mark, I pull out my strip of Displacer Beast leather and displace myself. He takes another few steps, draws back the bow, takes a look at Kel Crystal to make sure that she's ready. I pause, yeah. So I've paused about 10 yards behind where Kel Greller is setting up. Mm Mm-hmm space myself so i'm now i think flickering in and out of space or is it you know i just appear two feet away from where i actually am i don't know how it looks i think you just appear in a different spot than you actually are okay so if someone looking at me wouldn't necessarily see what what do you see when you see a displacer beast you see a displacer beast you just don't see it in the right spot okay all right so i guess that's me um so that's a minute so maybe Kel Greller gets his shot off first. He takes a few steps forward. He's waiting for Kel Crystal to give him the sign to go ahead. Your spell okay. goes off, and in the start of the next round, Kel Greller loses an arrow. Just as I pull out an amber or a glass rod and loose my own bolt. And we will enter combat on the other side of our break. See you guys in a minute. Bye-bye. Kel Greller looses his arrow. Can we roll for initiative? Uh, you both, go ahead. Roll initiative against Kel Greller, but the chimera is taken by surprise. Oh. All right, Does you that, go first. Does that mean penalties to its saving throw? So while Kel Greller pulls back his arrow, I pull out my glass rod and my bit of fur, rub them together, and hurl my lightning bolts. Static uh, fills the air. The taste of copper is everywhere. The Chimera passes its save. Damn. Half damage. Uh, So 12 points of damage. Okay. That's halved. Right. Uh, May set fire to combustibles, sunder wooden doors, splinter half foot of stone. What is the origin point of the lightning bolt? Um, so the range is the I think bolt begins at a range and height decided by the caster and streaks act it's either a 40 foot I mean, so I think it starts like it's okay, so 10 feet wide and 40 feet long for a single bolt 5 feet wide and 80 I think it's like just in front of the chimera 110 yards in front of me, right in front of the Chimera. Okay, so it streaks from you to the Chimera. Uh, I think it starts near the Chimera and streaks 80 feet. Cool. So it it streaks through the air, hitting the Chimera, sending shingles scattering through the air. It also strikes the building where the Chimera is sitting. It doesn't have enough energy to bounce off, but the building, the apex of the roof of this temple shatters and starts to crumble. 
Kelgreller's arrow. Two temples down, one to go. Kelgreller's arrow strikes the Chimera as well for one point of damage. Uh, he gets a second attack as the Chimera lifts off into the air to take off, but the second attack fumbles. Now it's time for the real initiative. Uh, roll some for yourself. I'll roll Cal yeah. Griller, Cal Crystal, and the Chimera. Seven. Okay, Chimera goes at 14. Uh, actually, you go first. All right, I'm casting my blink. Okay. You begin to blink. And I veer away from Kel Greller. I think I actually move a little towards the Chimera and duck down an alley, uh, but stay peeking out of the alley. Okay. The Chimera takes off. Uh, Kel Greller takes another shot. It's a miss. You can't see what's happening anymore in your alleyway, but you see a dark shadow cross over it for a moment before a large creature lands just outside of it. You can see Kelgreller whirling around and dropping his bow as this beast launches itself towards him, horns and paws gouging at the night. Greller, no. Kelgreller's AC is 17. Chimera gets... So he only needs to roll a... Alright, the horns... Both of the horns land and one of the... Uh, what do you call it? Shit. Uh, paws lands. Kelgriller takes one, two, three, four points of damage. Which is not much. But then the heads come in. The lion's head takes a bite. And the dragon's head critically misses. But passes its save. Should have been the fight to use that potion of superheroism. Yeah. The lion's head bites Greller for six points of damage. Dragon's head, as I said, misses. Kel Crystal comes running up from the other side. Well, from behind Greller, sword in hand. Taking uh, from in front of Greller? She comes up from down here, doesn't she? Uh, okay, so let's show the map. So the Chimera, you and Greller were over here somewhere. Yeah. She was over here. The Chimera flew over here and approached from this direction. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's between Greller and his men. And now Greller and Crystal are on the same side. Anyway, she comes up, long sword in hand, taking a swipe at the creature, slashing it for two points of damage. The Chimera is wounded. You can see it's got a huge bird mark across its side from where the lightning bolt struck it. 
there are two arrows sticking out of it, I believe. Uh, one arrow sticking out of it, and a slight gash across its front for uh, its front right paw. Initiative. Eight. All right. Uh, oh shit! And my blink timing. Nine. Good. I guess I'm casting a spell, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, Kel Crystal goes first. She takes her first swipe of her sword and hits the creature. She might even critical the creature. Yes, she does. Kel Crystal single crits the Chimera. For a whopping 11 points of damage. The Chimera is not doing too hot. It's badly wounded. There's a gash across its big lion face. You said you go at eight? Yeah. Alright. You go at the exact same time as the Chimera. Does my spell effect go off? I cast Reduce on the Chimera. So I actually run out of the alley, run past the Chimera, so to get to the other side. Uh, the Chimera's body is kind of like at the front of the alleyway. Okay. Um, Do you need to touch it to reduce it? No, it's ranged, but I was going to try and maneuver myself. Whatever. I reduce it from inside the alley. Um, I'm behind it. Is there a way I can run past it without... Oh, there's like a head looking at me, isn't there? Yes, there is. A goat head. I don't think that's the fire-breathing one. (laughs) In any case, I reduce it by 70%. Um, And I it doesn't... Uh, yes. I believe that's a fail. Let's see. Oh, yeah, that's definitely a fail. So it shrinks 70%. But not before it gets its damage in. The dragon's head breathes a gout of flame on Kel Crystal and Kel Greller. Oh, God. That wouldn't have been affected by reduce anyways. Nope. Um, that is 19 points of damage. They both get saves for half. Oh, God. Kel Crystal passes. Kel Greller does not. Greller is not looking good. Is he still up? No, he's not. Kel Greller collapses to the ground as the flames engulf him. Uh, Kel Crystal, half of 19 is 9 for our purposes. Crystal's HP is 25. The lion's head reaches out for her, grips her in its teeth. It's not a crit, but it is a hit. Does another seven points of damage to her. As the paws and horns come out as well. How much does Kel Greller weigh? Kel Greller is like uh, over 200 pounds. Over before 200 gear. pounds? Yeah, before gear. Yeah, God. 
Uh, one of the horns hits into her for two... Oh, no, wait a minute. Well, then she only has leather armor. Uh, a ho- Two horns and a claw hit her. I'm wizarding just fine, but my tanks can't handle it. <laughs> uh, what is that? That's three, four, five points of damage. Kel Crystal is not dead, but she's got huge burn marks across her. Her hair is burned off in some regions. And now she's been bitten and clawed and gored with horns. She is barely standing and limping backwards slowly. Uh, I guess she does make her attack this round before she starts to back away a little bit. That's a hit for two points of damage. I blink left behind. I hope the alley is wide enough that I stay in it. Actually, I'm not including her specialization. That should actually be four, and the other one should have been another two. So that's actually six total. Uh, the Chimera is badly, badly wounded. It's bleeding from just about every point on it. Uh, give me an initiative roll. How wide is the alley? I didn't blink out of the alley, did I? No, it's not very wide. You said you blinked to your left? behind and to the left, so... Uh, you end up in someone's house. I do. Yeah. Um, So then at the end of the round, I would have moved at the end of that, or moved after I blinked, right, and just ran. So you you blink into a bedroom. You see what looks to be a mother clutching three children and a father with an axe standing by a doorway with the axe ready. Don't swing! Don't swing! (laughs) He looks to you, eyes wide with panic. How did you get in here? There's a monster out there. You're a wizard, right? Get it! Get it! Uh, I answer by running out the door and rolling initiative. All right, roll the initiative. Where is the door? Is this the door out the other side of the alley, like back to the street? No, it's out to a different alleyway. You're not familiar with this part of town, but you're just in a different alleyway. What's your initiative? Seven. Ooh, you go at the same time as the Chimera. The 70% smaller Chimera. Yes. Um, so I'm casting, burn, preparing to cast Burning Hands if I can find this thing. Can I find this thing? So I want to run back out of the house to the alley. Yes. Uh, it's going to take you a little bit. Actually, shit. Let me check my blink timing. Fuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so you start um, running out of the alleyway, and just as you're getting to the point where you see the chimera, you blink. Eight is... That's straight ahead. Oh, God. So um, as you, you turn a corner, popping out of this alleyway, you blink uh, and end up mere f- inches from this eel-like tail slithering out of the back end of this chimera towards you. I assume that I can shoot it off a bout of flame as it lunges at me. Uh, what are the rules about initiative? I don't. Uh, if you make an attack, you are required to take it in whichever direction you're facing. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't say anything about spells, I don't think. Okay. So you can burning hands it as it leaps into the air and flies away? Sure, why not? Um, hold off any attack. Um, it just refers to attacks, not spells. And even if you had to do the attack in the same direction, it's still facing the Chimera. Yeah. Yeah. 
if if his blink is lower, he blinks out, then he attacks in whatever direction he's facing. He must go through with the attack, even if he is facing in the wrong direction to affect anyone. So I assume I can just keep casting it, only I've blinked closer than I wanted to be. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Angled angled above the ground so that the unconscious Greller doesn't uh, take any damage. Sure. Uh, He passes his save with flying colors. Yeah, minimum damage. 15, so 7. What's the max on that? Isn't it the max plus 10? Plus 20. Oh my god. Max at level 10. You unleash... You unleash a gout of flame into the chimera as it takes off into the air. It takes seven damage. Is it alive? Is it alive? (laughs) Yes, it's still alive. It takes off in the air. The eel tail has been charred. The dragon head breathes a gout of flame on another building as it flies off. Uh, But as it does so, it leaks blood behind it, dripping it down onto the people and buildings below. How far can it fly in the round? It can fly 180 yards. So it Um, starts to take off northward. Can't it only do half of that in an attack, or is flying different? I I think you can fly as far as you want and do a breath weapon. If it were to make uh, normal attacks, I think it could only fly half distance, but a breath weapon is kind of passive. Looking down at Kel Greller, how's he doing? Uh, He is alive, but badly, badly wounded. Say that again. He is, he is alive. alive, but badly, badly wounded. Is he bleeding out? Yes, he is. He is going pale. It looks like if you don't do something in the next minute or two, he's not going to survive. God, weighing my options between helping Kelgreller or chasing down the Chimera, I go to stabilize Kelgreller. Um, initiative doesn't really matter or if I beat him does that stop the bleeding immediately if you beat him it stops the bleeding roll me that initiative d10 plus 3 shit I blink at the same time can I (laughs) how does that even work oh my god I think you I bandage the dirt Uh, Ty goes to the what does it say about Ty's uh I think it says you have to beat your initiative if you want to do something. Hoping the initiative is lower than his blink. The two rolls are not added if he... It doesn't even say. It's got... It doesn't have an equal to. It's got... If if you beat it... And if the blink roll is lower than the initiative, he blinks out, and then he attacks in whichever direction he's facing. I think you have to be... It's not an attack, it's like an action. I mean, I don't see why I can't run to him, randomly blink, and continue what I'm doing. 
I mean, I'm only blinking 10 feet away, right? I've got, it's the course of a minute. Right. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Make your intelligence. I mean, I, I understand if it's like all delayed, but I don't see why it would totally ruin a whole minute of action because they have to recorrect by 10 feet. Right. Well, I don't see why you would have to attack the space in front of you, even if you... <laughs> because it's more fun that way? Yeah. Because there's got to be some side effects. So, uh, I think you start bandaging him up, and once you're like, you're starting to wrap him, and then you blink, and you're ten feet away, and all of your like your bandages roll across the ground and fall out of mm -hmm. your hands, and you gotta like go back over to him and pick them up again. Uh, I still think you can finish off your binding. So give me your intelligence check to bind his wounds. Not a problem. I, oops, that was plus 19, not plus 10, but doesn't matter. Still nailed it. Yeah. Actually, double nailed it. 37. That's pretty good. You finish um, up he, his... He probably bleeds He bleeds out a point that round, because I think it... Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, Where's Kel Crystal? I, like, look up from the crazy mess of bandages I've smeared around the street. Uh, she is leaning against a barrel in the street, panting to herself, and trying to patch up her own wounds. You see in the sky above you, the chimera is circling at a pretty great distance, maybe like a hundred yards up. A hundred yards up? Mm-hmm. Fool. <laughs> I laugh as I withdraw my amulet uh, and shoot five magic missiles at the poor bastard. All right, give me your damage. The rain, magic missile, 60 yards plus 10 yards per level. I am casting currently at a 12th level. Yeah, so I can shoot 180 yards. 17 points of damage. Your five magic missiles strike it across its underside and in its goat head. The chimera crumples into a little ball and plummets to the ground, crashing through a building with a loud... Splat. It's reduced by 70%, so it's <laughs> crashing okay. into the building with a medium-sized splat. Yes, it... <laughs> on the building. Um, you hear a, a cheer going up from the men-at-arms behind you. Kel Crystal gets to her feet and starts walking in the direction of the Chimera. Uh, I do the same. Uh, some of the men come up to tend to kill Greller and try and, and find a way to sled him back to keep. You come around the corner uh, and down a, a street with Kel Crystal and you find a building that's been slightly damaged uh, just across the street from the Bad Fish, which is a, one of the taverns in town. You see a slightly destroyed building and a few people standing well away watching it. Crystal takes her sword in hand, opens the door. Could I have... wondering if I could have feather fall the chimera on the way down, possibly keep it alive. <laughs> Oh, well. No, you brought it to below negative 10. Damn. Uh, kicks, she goes into the door, and then you hear a, a sigh of relief coming from within. 
I follow after. Out. I think I'm still blinking here intermittently. She calls to you that it's safe to come in. The chimera is clearly <laughs> dead. I like let out a chuckle that she's telling me it's safe. Um, here I am thinking maybe I should have tanked the chimera threw out of wraith form or something and just blinked around like a crazy person. But, oh well, let the knights be knights. She looks at it and scratches his head and goes, you know, I, I really thought they were bigger. <laughs> I shake my head. Uh, I could have sworn when that thing first came at me, it was huge and... This, this is my work. Don't worry, the corpse will return to its impressive size in another... I check my imaginary wristwatch. Five, half an hour. Oh. Hmm. I approach the creature and inspect it. It's got a lot, like a lion head. It has the head of a lion, the head of a red dragon, and the head of a black goat. It has the front body of a lion the back body of a goat, and the tail of an eel with large bat-like wings. It looks... Ooh, I wonder if I can actually see this. Yeah, something like that. Minus the eel tail. Is the eel tail poisonous? Does it bite? I like pick It's up. dead right now. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do with dragon scales, guys? fuck am I not going to do with dragon scales? <clears throat> well. The... Eventually, Kel, takes a... Kel Crystal takes a step outside and calls out to the people that the beast is dead. And you can hear a, a half-hearted cheer going up through the streets. I'm thinking about the logistics of how to get this thing back to back to my lab for further investigations. <laughs> All right. After a few minutes pass, you notice a lot of people heading east. I'm sorry, west through the streets of town. I look out the... There's a, a rather large fire on the west side of town. Eh, they can figure it out. Okay. Uh, what do you do? What is your plan? Um, get the Chimera back to the keep somehow. Um... Ooh, I can cast Featherfall on the Chimera to get it out of the building. Right? Yeah. A dead... Yeah, the creatures or objects affected immediately assume... What's the max weight that you can... Cast on the wizard or some other creature. Is there a max weight that you can cast Featherfall on? One or more objects or creatures in a 10-foot cube. 200 pounds per level of the spellcaster, so 1,400 pounds. It is reduced by 70% currently. Uh, yeah, you can do that. An adult male lion weighs 420 pounds. Okay. Even if this thing is twice the size of a lion, which it's not, that's still underneath the weight that you can carry. 
Okay. It will only last a few rounds, though. I can get it lashed up to the horses or something, right? Drag it back to the keep. I don't... Hmm. Yeah, so I think the Georg casts Feather Fall and hoists the reduced Chimera over his shoulders and walks out of the building proudly displaying his trophy. You get stares. People stop their hasty running to put out the fire to watch this frail wizard like hoisting an entire Chimera over one... Like I don't know how you're carrying it. It's got to be this awkward carry. Something like Fireman left, but it's weight, It's basically weightless. Right. So it, I can, I mean, I can, like, hoist it overhead one-handed, right? <laughs> it's As long as I balance it over the center of gravity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I get it latched up to mine and Greller's horses. Oh, the car, where's my cart? The cart's back at the keep, isn't it? So I guess yes. I get it as far as I can in seven minutes and then leave it on the road back to the keep and continue the rest of the way on my horse to go get the cart. Cart and the donkey. How long does Featherfall last again? Well, only seven minutes. So I carry it by hand seven minutes outside of town with my horse. Then then horse your way back, grab the cart, put the chimera in. Okay. Uh, Do you have another Featherfall to lift the the 400 and something pound chimera into the cart? I do not. Okay. You're going to have to grab some peasants to help you with that. But that's I can not... dimension door. Hold on. Can I dimension door the chimera? Oh, no. I can only do 200 pounds of living matter. Wraith form is only on myself. Yeah, so I may need to get some help. Which I guess we can do, right? Yeah. If I can, I would even just send servants to do it while I go to see if I can track down the... Hold on, we're getting some serious stream lag. This is what I was worried about. Okay, give it a second. Yeah, let's give it just one second here. As always, when you move to a new place, there's a little bit of technical problem time. I'm just going to let this stuff play itself out. Why, hello there, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. We have dropped all of the frames. There's and then no more we, left to drop. Then we picked them all right back up. And so as you can tell, I'm in a new place, and there are still a few bugs to work out of the system. Hopefully, it'll be stable for the rest of Dyson with Death. But at least we don't have to look at your face in this new location. That's Not yet. <laughs> I'll hail the tree. I guess I could lean forward. Oh, no. God, put it oh. back. There okay. we go. So, the Chimera has been slain. Yes. And Lord Spong's servants are currently bringing the trophy back to the keep in my wagon. Mm-hmm. You ignore and- the common people's plights as you loot the the corpse of the beast for all that you need. Um, I I think I send it back if the servants seem to be able to handle it. Like once it gets loaded up, because mm-hmm. I want to go see if I can track down where this creature came from. How would you like to go about doing that? I have no idea. I'll start by asking in the town if they know where this creature came from. The Salky Hills. 
That's that's where it's seen flying to and around. Hmm. I have been to the, the Smoggy Hills are just across the river, right? That's where they I'm are. Rumping around. They're they're a great expanse. Yeah. Somewhere out there is a shimmer lair. I don't know if Georg would know that there's treasure, but Ryan certainly does. I wonder if there's more. Have, have, has only one ever been sighted? I asked only, the villager. Well, I don't think anyone's ever seen more than one at a time, but doesn't mean there's only the one. Just like you're the only wizard I've ever seen, but I'm pretty sure there are other wizards out there. Are you really so sure? I turn and walk away. He's left standing speechless. <laughs> All right. Um, so where do you go? Crystal went up. Did she go to deal with the fire? Um, you've been gone for a while because you rode back to town to get your cart and then came back out here. So it's been a couple oh. hours since the chimera was slain. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like the fires have mostly been put out, but there are some large swaths of area that have been destroyed. The first falls in is gone, burned to the ground. Well, not burned entirely to the ground, but mostly burned down. Uh, some of the buildings over by the Temple of Order have been destroyed. The Temple of Order itself is badly damaged. The main temple is badly damaged. Carl's house is slightly singed. What? Yeah, you're right next to the first attack falls. Carl's house? There's nothing in there. Uh, the fire spread from the first falls into the buildings surrounding it, including Carl's house. All right. Um, I guess I poke around town on my horse for a little while. Oh. Mm -hmm. Hello. Hello. I think you there. I think yeah, I'm here. I think it's. I think it's my end, but I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. I think we're good. You poke around yeah, town so on your horse. Um, yeah. See if I can find Kel Crystal. You find her helping people to put out yeah. uh, the remaining fires. Mm -hmm. so many bucket brigades going, taking water from all these barrels that they have lining streets and alleyways just for this sort of emergency uh, and putting out the fires. Okay. I like look like I'm supervising. Nod approvingly at the fact that they're putting out fires. Mm -hmm. uh, say to Cal Crystal, well, it seems like everything is under control. She doesn't have anything to say in response. I nod and ride away. Is, where's Mother Ullman? Uh, is she out in the streets or in her you temple? You haven't seen her anywhere. When her people need her the most, nowhere to be found. Tisk tisk tisk. Uh, thought crosses my mind to spread 
this dissent amongst the townsfolk, but I think it will happen naturally enough. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to head east to visit Lance. All right. Ask him about Shimura's. Right now? Sure, why not? Okay. Diamond, it's still, it's like late morning, early afternoon? Yeah, late morning, early afternoon. Mm -hmm. So you take off in search of Lance. It is a short-ish ride, a few hours, uh, until you find Lance in his town, in his little village, really. Yeah. He is actually in the same spot that you saw him last, tanning hides on a rack. Am I welcomed by the town sheriff, or do they not notice me coming? He, The town sheriff was not out front this time around. I ride right up to Lance's house and dismount. He sees you and rises to his full height. <clears throat> ah, Lance. Let's give him a nod. He bows his head to you respectfully. That displacer beast hide really worked, really did the trick. Good. Um, I don't know if you've heard yet, but we just had a Shimmera attack Misty Rapids. He shakes his head. No, I... Your, your pronunciation is strange. You mean a Chimera? Sure, yes, a Chimera. I, I was educated across the sea. We pronounce things differently over there. Mm. How, how do you say tomato? Uh, what's it? You mean tomato? Mm-hmm. Um, rather concerned that I just told them a chimera attacked the city. <laughs> that fair enough. Uh, not to worry, not to worry. I brought the beast down. I suppose that's the case. Otherwise, you would have been here a little more panicked. I nod. Um, I was, I guess, like, well, what, what do you know about these creatures or this creature? People in town seem to think it flew in from the Soggy Hills. Probably. Soggy Hills are a untamed section of wilderness. People have been trying to tame it for generations, but every time someone gets together a band of knights to drive out the monsters, they come back broken and defeated. Well, it appears this time the monsters came to us. Are there... Do these creatures, they're not natural, right? Some wizard somewhere created this. That's the story I know. Is this the only one? Or are there more? These unnatural creatures, there's not a lot known about them. I have said, heard said that the a, a chimera takes on the qualities of its of its component parts. It is as stubborn as a goat, as fierce as a lion, and as greedy as a dragon. Dragons are solitary creatures, but lions live in 
prides, as do goats, so I... I could imagine it living with many of its kind, or being solitary. But it's all only been sighted alone. Yes, yes. I, I would be surprised if it had a... a pair. Why, why would it come out of its hills to attack the town? These creatures, you... Head of a dragon. Perhaps it seeks wealth. Perhaps it seeks just destruction. I don't think anyone has ever accused a chimera of doing a good deed. Well, if it's wealth it's after, it certainly picked the wrong town to harass. The minds of creatures made by dark wizards will probably never be known to the likes of us. Well, to the likes of me. I nod knowingly. Are you simply seeking to prevent a further incursion by the beast? Just fulfilling my curiosity. Put the beast down easily enough. Though the town took some damages. I like can we see smoke rising from in the west? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Well uh, As I said, it takes on the component the, the natures of its component parts, I would imagine if this beast lives in the soggy hills, that it would find a habitat suitable for a goat or a lion or a dragon. Uh, but lions like open savanna. And that doesn't sound like the soggy hills, and goats prefer high mountains or rocky outcroppings. What sort of habitat does a red dragon dwell in? A cave? Cave where? I shrug. The I brought the corpse back to uh, back to the keep. Mm-hmm. Is of any value? Nothing else is a trophy. I can imagine many great and mighty lord would like to have a chimera head mounted on their wall. No. But aside from that, I... I I look around at his, like, his front of workshop or whatever. Does it look like he just tans hides, or... uh, Does he have any... Does does he have any, uh, what's the term for stuffing animals? Uh, Taxidermy? Taxidermy? Does he have any, like, taxidermy rodents lying around? He does not. (laughs) (laughs) He just has some deer hide stretched out over some frames. If you're interested, I could certainly use some help uh, preparing the beast for display. He thinks on this for a moment, and then nods his head. Yes, I would like to help you with that. 
You have any time to make it out to the keep? I can make it out there tomorrow. I nod. I will You'll hurry up. Be for your time, of course. Yes, yes. I will hurry up my duties here. Yeah. Adieu. And I mount up my horse and head back to Misty Rapids. By the time you get back to the town of Misty Rapids, it is late afternoon, bordering mm-hmm. evening. All right. Uh, and then I head, I think I head straight back to the keep. Okay. Uh, you make it back to the keep. As the sun sets, you find the chimera on your cart. Is Crystal back yet? Manning the gate? Uh, she is indeed back. You notice the surgeon, your old buddy, is here as well. Mm-hmm. Anything in particular you want to say or do? Um, I guess I'll go. Well, let's, I guess let's go see Lord Song. I don't know. Let's see, where's the, where did the Shimmer Corpse wind up? Is it like? It's just near the stables. Okay. I think you're supposed to get the guts out, right? Yeah, Is I think like so. Spoil the meat or something. Mm-hmm. So I'll at least do that, but I'll save work for I don't know should I put it on ice sure <laughs> um, so Greller is being tended to by the surgeon mm-hmm. he seemed like her alright uh, Griller is currently locked away in his room there's a guard <laughs> on his door uh, the guard as you approach says uh, the, the doctor said not to let anyone disturb him Nod. How is he doing? Poorly. He may not make it. If Mother Ullman were here, her clerical magic might be able to help him, but... Yes, where is the mother? She, she's gone off to her other temple. The, the one in the east. I, like, yeah, rub my head at this. <sighs> Alright. I go to find Baron's song. Alright. You find Baron's song. He's standing on his balcony overlooking the tether wilds to the south. The balcony is in his room. So I have to like I mean, knock. Yeah. 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 He lets me in. <clears throat> My lord, I'm a nod. He nods to you. Well, he gives a nod out to the Tether Wilds, but you know it's mm-hmm. really to you. Yeah, he doesn't change from his position. Like step his out to the balcony and take a look. The surgeon says Greller might not make it. Yes. Guard informed me. I. The 
this is where we need oh. Father Rolnat. Yes, how inconvenient that Mother Olman is not was not in Misty Rapids today. She seems to be spending far too much time in that new temple of hers. I look out to the east. We must do something about this. <clears throat> her grip on this town is too tight for her active well, seems to be... levels of responsibility. This seems to be the perfect opportunity to undermine the town's faith in her. Where was she when they needed the most? It was not her that saved them. It was, it was Greller that risked his life for their sake. In many ways, he's a holier man than she'll ever be. <laughs> or at least that's what they should be whispering in the taverns tonight. He turns to face you. Or Carl, do you really think we could convince anyone that Greller is a holy man? <laughs> oh, he nearly died for all our sins today. He turns back to the Tether Wilds. Have you deciphered any more of that prophecy? The the reading of death? Uh, what is it dark yet? Yes. Uh, can I? I guess I hadn't. But I had totally it had totally slipped my mind. But let's see if I can come up with anything right here, right now, as I look up at the stars. How long does it take to run one of those proficiency checks? Probably. Specify. Probably like ten minutes or something. You just have to like read the stars. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Like in in the moment, like I'll look up at the stars and explain to him what I'm looking at, and what I see. Um, let's pull up the. It actually doesn't say anything about how much time it takes. Give me an astrology check. Uh, you roll this. Because right? if I roll a one, I get right. a wildly inaccurate description, and I have 19 intelligence, so I can't possibly fail. Unless you roll a one. I'm so confident in my intellect that I always get information whether or not it's correct or not. You get the same reading of death, but this time no, it's a little bit different. Yeah, this, you know. There's no comet, right? No comet. Uh, Is Verossi newly risen? Uh, no, she would have set long ago. Mm -hmm. um, you get a reading of not only death, but close and personal death. Mm. <clears throat> I... No, I do not think... It is your life that is in danger, but 
someone close to you. I hope for all of our sake that this is not Greller. He leaves the balcony and heads back into his room. Is there anything else, our Carl? No, no, that is all. I... Good night, my lord. Good night. Excuse myself. Okay. Yeah. What would happen if I fed a dying person a potion of heroism? They would level up, but they would still stay at negative HP, correct? That is a very interesting notion. I think that's the sort of thing that you can theory craft on, but you, there's no way to know until you try it. All right. I don't think I have any spells that could possibly help here. Um, I will go seek out the surgeon. The surgeon has left back to town for the night. Oh. Fine. Um, I inform the the guard at his door. Um, if Greller's position wor- worsens, uh, seek me out immediately. The and guard gives a bit of a nod. Inform the surgeon as such. If, if it seems that death is imminent, well, I may have a last ditch. Just, just pa- tell the surgeon, and I head back to back to my workshop or whatever, or back to my room. And he calls call. after you whether ask you inquire whether or not you want to you want him to inform the surgeon tonight or tomorrow. Uh, the surgeon went back to town. Just if you see him before I do. Let's hope that Griller isn't at negative nine right now. But I know that from having bandaged him? Or is this something that stays a mystery? Uh, I, I can't give you specific numbers. Mm-hmm. He's, if there's not, is there anything a proficient healer can do to do you have proficient it? I don't uh, have it, but the surgeon is. I'm thinking out of character mechanically. Like, if, if he's just rolling d10s, he's fucked. I think in the care of a proficient healer at that point, you don't roll. Yeah, you just get, you just recover, right? I believe so. You just so. gain your two or three HP a day until you recover. I believe so. So although he's close to death, there's not actually any danger that he dies. says 
nothing about it specifically the DMG maybe the combat tactics where is the death's doorstep in I saw death's doorstep in the DMG it's hmm. also page 31 of combat and tactics Each day the character begins with negative hit points, roll a d10 and compare it with the absolute value of the character's hit points. I mean, so I, that may be regardless of the care of a healer, right? Uh, here we go. Um, for example, Gorthin the Unlucky was badly mauled <laughs> by a dire wolf and reduced to negative five hit points. His companions bound his wounds, but no clerics or proficient healers were nearby, so Gorthin didn't recover any hit points. The next day, you roll these things. So I think with a proficient healer nearby, you'll be okay. But it may... Do you roll the d10 anyways, and it just offsets the 2 HP per day or whatever? No, I think with the, the proficient healer, you gain one every day, regardless. Okay. But if for some reason the surgeon can't attend on a given day, then the d10 is rolled. Okay. So if you have a proficient healer, there's really no danger of dying. Yeah, if as long as the proficient healer can be gotten in time. Yeah. Like, if you break your arm in the modern day, there's no real death of dying, but things can still go bad and people can still die from a broken arm. It's just uncommon. So, uh, shall we skip ahead a few days? I guess so. Is there anything else you'd actually want to do specifically in the next two days? Um, I guess chat's talking about unicorns. It did remind me that I want to start collecting the unicorn blood. Siphoning <laughs> it off? I mean, if they're just bleeding it, we might as well save it for later. Okay. Um, so at some point, sure, I'll, I'll mention to Lord Song. That I've done a, I found a little bit on unicorns in one of... Uh, in one of my newly acquired books. Excellent. Um, it seems that perhaps the blood could be used in various potions. Uh, I do not have the power to craft them yet, but I think that instead of letting it spill on the floor, perhaps we should bottle it and store it for later. Do as you need. Instructs you. Uh, who is it that leads the creature? Usually Greller goes down with some leeches. Leeches. I cringe. Oh, man. This means I'm going to be responsible for bleeding the unicorn now. Mm 
Yeah, I'm currently every day. Yeah. But a couple of days pass while you ponder these things and work on your spells, work on your mm -hmm. research. So, I guess I am collecting unicorn blood now. Yes. I think getting casting color sprays on it to knock creature unconscious. But... Well, it's pretty weak anyway. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> two days later, Saturday the 9th, a letter arrives for you. Me? A letter arrives for you. Um, I, before looking or reading, I cast Detect Magic. <laughs> uh, I should mention that this letter comes attached to a small parcel. Okay. Uh, the parcel radiates magic. The letter does not. Uh, what kind of magic? I have a 70% chance. Enchantment. Enchantment. I open the parcel, or open the letter, sorry, not the parcel. It reads. Oh, did Lance ever show up? Uh, yes, he did. Sorry to interrupt. Yes. Leave in chat hanging. But that would have been like two days ago. Yes, it right? would have been. Uh, Lance showed up yesterday, and spoke with you about the... I mean, so I assume he, he skinned and prepared the chimera, right? Yeah, he skinned and prepared the hide. He uh, he and Lordsong chatted, and Lordsong did want the heads mounted, so Lance is going to go find a taxidermist to mount it. Okay. Uh, do I need to pay him, or does Lordsong Lord pay Song him? Lordsong is taking care of this. Okay. Alright. The cool. The letter... Yes. Back to uh, the present time. ...says, To Ark Carl... And as you open it, the message is only five, four sentences long. Mm -hmm. It reads, Words of your terrific power have reached our ears. I can only assume word of our power has reached yours. We wish a mutually beneficial trade. Enclosed is a taste of more to come. Signed, Carrick the Vengeful. Ooh! I think I take this into my workshop okay. and carefully open the parcel. Ooh. The parcel. For, yeah, for chat, as a reminder to chat, and I guess to myself. Oh, sorry, you know, I wasn't listening. I was going to remind chat and myself who Carrick is. Carrick is the leader of the Bastards of the Firewood, is that correct? Mm -hmm. And I think he, rumor has it, he recently just overthrew anvil maybe i'm getting my rumors confused but i think that that's what georg's understanding of the situation is something Leader along those lines maybe firewoods and causing revolution somewhere in the north mm -hmm. all right i yeah i think gingerly open the parcel you said it, it is a potion. a potion with a label on it what does the label say filter of love How did he know? Let's just say RN Jesus was on your side. 
you actually rolled for the potion randomly, and this yeah. is what it came up with. Yeah. But maybe he knows something that you don't. Yeah. Oh shit. I set it down, pondering. I also certainly want to identify to double check, but. I'm contemplating whether to, how much to tell Lord Song. <clears throat> I stick the, conceal the potion and the note in my pocket and go to see Lord Song. You find him uh, in his main chambers, the, the great hall, taking audience from the people. Uh, it seems that many people have come forward and are begging him to not collect taxes for this month in order for them to pay for the cost of rebuilding the town or for him to pay for the cost of rebuilding the town and for them to pay their taxes. Um, yeah, I think I get frustrated and leave. Like, it sounds, seems like it'll probably be some hours before he's free to chat. <laughs> And I'm beginning to rethink it. Maybe I shouldn't tell him about this Carrick figure. Maybe I should. Well, make it seem like this was my doing. I'm going to begin making the preparations for an identify spell. Um, okay. We'll need to burn something to cast it, correct? Sure. And your amulet's also down a charge, right? Uh, I will have used the soul to fill to recharge a magic missile. Okay. So your amulet is no sold. No souls, but it's got one of each spell. Okay. Um, and I will prepare the amulet as well as the potion because I have leveled and I can have another look at it. Hmm. Um. So I need to, it's like eight hours preparing the items and then like, and I cast the spell and then I'm KO'd for 24 hours mm -hmm. because of my constitution. Mm -hmm. It's really frustrating. All right. So uh, the rest of that day is spent in preparation for the identify spell? Yeah, and then I don't know if I'll cast it, if I can cast it that night. Like, if I can memorize spells, because I'm rested, right? You typically allow that that if you're rested, you can burn a spell and memorize a new one. Yeah, but after all day of prepping everything, heroes, I don't think you were that... letting, oh, you were letting uh, Nick do all sorts of uh, exploitation. Oh that right as long as it's early in the day and you're actually rested but by the time you've been awake all day and been prepping this area it's tedious work i don't think you're rested anymore okay well i mean but that morning i could burn a feather uh, fall learn identify and then go through the preparations yeah, yeah. if you had mend it in the morning that'd be fine yeah <laughs> okay uh, okay now it's what? What is the role again? Intelligence checks. Uh, I think it is a percentage based on my level. Okay. What is the percentage chance you learn an attribute from an item? 
Looks like I, I think it's 70%. Why is identify not on? Can you add identify to my spell list? It's not there. What? I've got a fuck ton of spells and sometimes you forget to add them. All right, adding identify to your spell list. Uh, there we go. Added. Okay. So I deliver the same message that I wait if the oh the eight hours are where I can't be disturbed, right? Right. So I lock myself in my room and Eh, let's assume that killing that guy, having that guy hanged increased our increased the loyalty, let's say. So I will tell the servants that uh that I'm not to be disturbed for the next eight hours, actually for the next 32 hours. They'll leave you alone. And to tell Lord Song, and hopefully he'll assume that that's what I was going to talk to them about in the Great Hall. So you have a 70% chance to learn information about an item? Correct. So let's start with the potion. You successfully learn something about the potion with your identify spell. Mm-hmm. Let us read the potion. This potion causes the individual drinking it to become charmed. See the charm spell. With the first creature seen after consuming the drought, the imbiber may become may actually become enamored if the creature is of similar race and of the opposite sex. Charm, where, charm effects wear off in D4 plus 4 turns, but the enamoring effects last until a dispel magic spell is cast upon the individual. So they no are... No saving throw involved. That, no that saving like, throw. That sounded like more than one property, but... Uh, well, then we'll say you learned two properties of the thing. Okay. I would have had to roll another D100, correct? I, I rolled it again. It, it actually okay. came out fine. Right, and then I have five properties left. Let's turn to the amulet and see if I'm luckier this time. You are indeed. You learn another unknown property of the amulet. There is another. There is another. Stored souls may be used to cast spells as if they were one level higher. So if you have a a soul just sitting in the central gem, when you Mm -hmm. cast a lightning bolt spell, you could cast it as if you were level eight instead. Wow. Uh, Let's try for another property of the amulet. Yeah, you're just trying to make me hungry for souls, aren't you? Yes, unfortunately, you fail the next one and cannot try again until you've leveled, I think. Yeah, how convenient. <laughs> All right, I don't think I have any other magical items to identify. So that's that. I need to get my hands on some pearls. Can I just buy pearls for cash? Yeah, 100 GP mm-hmm. for pearls, not a problem. down to one last pearl. Is there anything else you'd like to, that you would have prepared or tried to identify? Uh, I don't think I have any other magical items. Okay. 
well then. And then I proceed to nap for 24 hours. Okay. Some time passes, and with it, why don't we take our break? It's a bit of an odd point in time, but we'll do this and come back after a few short minutes. See you guys on the other side. Bye-bye. Why, hello everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Hello. So, what are you going to do? Sleep for 24 hours until my constitution recovers. 24 hours later. Uh, a little bit more than that. You wake up Monday morning. Who delivered that package? Was it one of our messengers? You're going to have to ask around and find out. Yeah. So I'm going to go do that. Wish I had thought to do it immediately, but I was probably too caught up in figuring out what was going on. Um, well, Kel Crystal is the gatekeeper. She approves anyone who wishes to enter. Yeah. Okay. So I'll go see Kel Crystal. Well, who handed it to me? It was one of the servants. Yes. Kel Crystal, uh, a few days ago a package arrived for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, who sent it? It did not have an address on the outside. Well, Was it not signed? Who delivered it? Hmm? Well, who delivered it? A messenger. Fairly inconspicuous. Not one from town. Foreigner? No, I did not recognize him. And I suppose if you did not recognize him, no one would? He had a foreign accent. He was not from Misty Rapids. Was he from this kingdom, this continent? Yeah, he had an eastern accent. Hmm. Perhaps he was from Shirebrook or... Definitely not Thornwood, but further east, maybe, or further north, maybe Wake County. Thank you. Um, I'd like to go to the map room. Mm -hmm. Am I allowed to look at the map on Regal Goblins while I'm here? Yeah, sure, it's fine. You can look at the map of the continent. Is anyone around? I guess it's it's probably only... Well, how's Greller doing? Uh, not great. I mean, he's better, but he's still... Uh, still unconscious? Yeah. So... Where is the firewood? Yeah, the fire... Okay. Yeah, the firewood is to the northeast across the Ashlands right next to Anvil. So I think those rumors are connected. I think that I think Lord Carrick well, Carrick is now Lord of Anvil if I'm getting my rumors straight. Interesting. Hmm. 
So what's your plan? I want to figure out more about this Carrick fellow. Maybe. Hmm. Ooh, there's a fox in our backyard. Really? Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a quick dicing with death break while I'm going to try. Oh, he popped back down. He was right <laughs> up there a moment ago. Oh. Right mm. over there. He's gone now. He was a big one, too. He was actually bigger than a fox. He looked like a coyote, but too bright for a coyote out here. Anyway. Start a nature show. Maybe. Or like you could just set up the camera watching the field live stream nature cam while you're taking breaks or whatever. Yeah. We could do that. Ooh, there's a deer too. see its tail wagging. I don't no. believe you and neither does chat. It's all right. It's there. I promise there's you. no deer. There's no fox. Neil's making this shit up. There's a deer. It's got little tiny horns. They just had babies. We missed the, the babies being born. Now it's adolescent deer all over the place. deer and the cougar are going to get into a fight or the fox or whatever it is. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Um, where were we? Right. Carrick. Bastards of the Firewood. Yeah. Anvil. Love potions. Yes. I don't even know how I would go about getting a message to Anvil. Sort of walking, walking it there myself. That would interrupt all of your spell research. Mm-hmm. So? I guess I assume he'll make further contact if he wants further contact. did say a sign of things to come and it appears to be a legitimate love potion shall I make this deal with the devil use the love potion who are you going to make fall in love with you Uh, Lady Dysack with Lord Song you're not going to make Mother Ullman fall in love with you oh yeah (laughs) I don't know. <clears throat> or Kel Crystal. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I think I'll go tell Lord Song that I have this potion. Okay. You find him at some point during the day when he's not busy. Is he in his in the great hall or his room? Or does this conversation take place? It can take place whenever you want it to. Um, so if you want to talk to him when he's in private, you can just wait for him to be in private. I don't think there's a 
Yeah, let's find him in private. Okay. In the map room or something? Or up sure. In the room. Okay. Um. Yes, Georg. I'm like grinning. Kind of, he's. That's probably why I'm so pissed off. Looking quite pleased with myself. <clears throat> you have good news, I hope. You remember that request you had so long ago? No. Which one? <clears throat> Our issues with the dissect lambs. Hmm. Yes. And your proposed solution? Proposed solution? Yes, well, her son still lives, and I don't think she's one step closer to being ready to marry me. <clears throat> and if that could change, I produce the vial from my pocket. He looks I at have, it and then looks back to you. I have, <clears throat> I have managed to track down a love potion. And I like set it on the table. He lowers his head to look at it closely. Don't worry, I've investigated. This is what I spent yesterday scrying upon. It is legitimate. It will first charm and then what was the word that was used? Enamor. Yes. First charm and then enamor uh, whoever imbibes it with the first person they see. He looks up to you. How do you propose to make this work then? A meeting between the two of us and the wine is poisoned with this? Yes. You would have to be alone otherwise you risk her eyes falling upon another. What of its taste and smell? Can one hide it in wine? If the drink is small enough, I uncork it and give it a smell. It has a like a citrus scent to it. Hmm. Smells sweet. A little tangy. Hmm. Could come up with a cocktail appropriate. No, I think it is designed to be quite delectable. Her son must die before the wedding were to take place. Preferably before she were to drink this. I twitched a little bit. Surely the great Ark Carl is not worried about getting his hands dirty. <clears throat> what are you talking about? Ark Carl will have nothing to do with this. My hands are... The only dirt on my hands is soot from the forge. How do you propose to see Dolan's death? Hmm. 
Am I to see it? It must be secure. It must be accidental. Very well, then. Do you really wish to know? I wish for you to know if you are confident in your plans. Perhaps discretion is better. I am just wondering if you are capable of murdering an innocent 16-year-old. He's a good boy, you know. Loves his family. Is good to his people. You need an assassin. And I, like, turn to walk out of the room. Okay. You exit. It's, it's not... This isn't my job. How'd I get roped into all this shit? I guess the wraith will strike again. How far away is the Dissec Manor? Uh, let's take a look at our map. <laughs> Dissec Manor is uh, about 12 miles away. Mm -hmm. 11 on the road and then one off the road. Well, maybe like two off the road. I guess it's five miles off the road, nine miles down the road, and then five off of it. So 11 as the crow flies, 14 as the horse rides. Can I change my memorized spells around? Sure, this could have been early in the morning. So, looks like we've got Reduce, Detect Magic, Color Spray, Feather Fall, Spider Climb, Deep Pockets, Rope Trick, Knock, uh, Conceal Alignment, which is already cast, which will be cast, or whatever, uh, Blink, Phantom Steed, Wraith Form, and Two Dimension Doors. Okay. And I think I will start walking. I want to be there at, I want to do this at night. You want to be there at night? Yeah. Phantom Steed lasts seven hours. 
So I can cast it right out there, leave the creepy horse in the plane somewhere, come back and get it, right? Mm-hmm. It only takes like, it's probably like two hours to ride 10 miles through the plains. Uh, it's a total of 14 miles. Uh, but if you're riding at. Actually, I'm four times seven. Hour. Hold on, four times seven. My movement speed is 28. My phantom speed moves at 28. Four times seven? Yeah. Does it move four. like four, movement rate four for every level you have? Yep. Oh my god. Maximum 48. Okay, so it's going at 28, did you say? Uh, yes, 28. So that's seven miles per hour, so you can get there in two hours exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I will wait until sundown. Okay. Uh, sundown comes <clears throat> eventually. Yeah, enchant my deep pockets, pull my hood up tight, um, and slip out into the night. Um, is there a way to get out without crystal noticing, or is... Where does the that secret passage under the jail cell that comes out in the? I think I'll go out that way. It comes out in the barrows. Mm-hmm. It's a long walk, but you can do it. So right around sunset, yeah, I'll take that long walk. Okay, uh, you'll need some sort of form of light. Oh, that's right. How am I doing on? How long does a torch last? Half an hour. Yeah, and a candle lasts an hour. Yeah but it's a lot less light. Could I have acquired more torches? There are torches in the keep. Maybe I should learn that light spell. Yeah, I'll grab a co- I have two torches and two candles, but I'd like to grab more. Okay. I have six torches or whatever. And yeah, so I'll just head into the, into the jail cell, let myself in. I guess I've been bleeding the unicorn. God, this just gets darker and darker. So I'm used to going in and out of the jail cell. Very much. People are used to seeing you go in and out of the jail cell. Yeah, maybe I even have a key at this point, or does it stay? Where does the key stay? Typically, Greller had it, right? Uh, Greller's been unconscious, so I think you've been holding onto the key for him. Okay. <coughs> so I let myself in and lock the door behind me and head towards the barrows. Okay. Uh, I think letting leaving Georg behind me, maybe even leaving Art Carl behind me, and as I take this long, somber walk beneath the tether wilds, beneath the barrows themselves, I assume my alternate identity is the Wraith. The Wraith of Misty Rapids. And after a long, lonely walk, I resurface. Actually, can I even get out of the of the barrows. It's locked, right? It's like a locked tomb. Um, you got out somehow last time, right? I don't think I ever did. No, I think I just looked at the tomb. I mean, I've got plenty of spells to get me out. I'm right. just wondering if I, I need spell to get me out. No, I think it's locked up. Okay. I want my wraith form for the murder. Right, I've got two dimension doors, so I guess I'll use one to get myself out of here. So I dimension door into the barrows mm-hmm. through the gates. Um, so 
anything we need to read special about Dimension Door. It's the first time I've cast it, but I think it's pretty simple. Does it have any components that we ought to know about? Verbal, casting time one. Very nice. It takes a round to recover, so I think you're like disoriented when you teleport somewhere. Makes sense. All right, so I teleport out of there and then spend a turn summoning my Phantom Steed. Dimension Door, it must be fourth level, right? Yeah. Okay, you summon your phantom steed. Its ghostly apparition appears before you. Yeah, I mount up. Sorry, destroying the immersion with a mouthful salad. Mm. I mount up and ride east. Okay. You ride through the hills, through the tether wilds. Um, you're not on the road, so you're going to have some trouble finding the estate itself without, you know, taking the the path at the on the road. Um, are you going to try and find it just by traveling around the wilderness, or are you going to meet up with the road at some point? The road? Uh, is it along the road? No, but the, once you get to the road, there's like a sign that says, you know. Dissect estate this way. I think I'll stick to the tether wilds. Stick to the plains. Okay. Give me um, a I think perception for now. Check, that still please. probably slows me a little bit. At level eight, the horse can pass over sandy, muddy, or even swampy ground without difficulty. It is nice. two, three. It is four nights after the new moon, so it's dark. Okay. okay. The, it is past spring, so there are stars many, in the sky. Plenty of them. Okay. How many torches did I use to get out? Is it two hours of walk? So four torches? Something like that, yeah. And I have 12 perception. I feel like you asked about perception or something. Yeah, would you please make me a perception check while trying to find the dissect land late at night? Thank you. When was the lagging? Did they miss my description of the walk through the underneath the barrows. I'm not sure where it came in, but it's gone now. Yeah. I think they missed my my monologue. Mm. Uh, 23 perception. Yes. Alright. So you search through the hills. You ride past villages that you can spot from this few lights on in the houses. At this point, I have no light source. And my steed is phantasmal. I assume it doesn't fall into potholes. You can probably see in the dark. Yes. Uh, It doesn't break its leg on anything. Sometime later, you see a rather large building lit up at night with what appears to be candlelight. Must be four stories tall or so. You've never been to the Dysek Estate, but I can't... I don't think there's anything else out here that... You don't think there's anything else here that would be such a large structure in the plains. Yeah. All right. I leave the horse a couple hundred yards away, and actually, it's totally silent. I think I ride the horse right up to the to the keep. Is there, are there watchtowers or a wall, or is it just a large manor house? As you approach, you see 
at the base of a hill that you crest. Uh, there's a small, sleepy little town, a village, really. Looks to be maybe two or three dozen buildings. At the, on the top of the hill on the other side of this little valley where the town is, is a walled estate. The three-story structure appears to be a, a tower rising up from a smaller building beneath it, or I guess a larger but shorter building, like a large one-story building with a two-story tower sitting on top. Right. Um, is it in the middle of the village or next to the village? It is adjacent to the village atop a hill. Okay. So there's so good space between the keep and the hill. Yeah. I avoid the village and ride my horse straight to the hill. You said there's a wall around the whole structure? or Yeah, just... it's a, another wooden palisade wall. Mm-hmm. Do I see a gatehouse or a... You do. Like I avoid the gatehouse and approach from the backside. My robes are black. My steed is black, save for the milky white eyes and the uh, gray smoke-colored mane and tail. It makes no sound as it walks, so I assume nothing can see me moving in the night, save for a 20 on a perception check. We hope so. <laughs> or an alarm spell or something. And nonetheless, I circle around the backside and approach, not from the guardhouse, but... There is a wall, palisade wall. I ride the horse right up to the wall and dismount and park it right there. Well, the wall is about 15 feet high, uh, and I don't think you're much of a climber. Are you so sure about that? Tell me, how do you solve your wall problem? I... I'm going to have to be quick about this. Um, produce my bitumen from one of my pockets and the spider, which I swallow whole. Stuff my shoes into a pocket. <laughs> one, one pocket each and uh, climb up the wall. You scale the wall with ease. And when you get to the top of it, you see a guard of the torch walking along the edge. Uh, he's not at you yet light doesn't shed anywhere near you yet but if he walks in this direction which it looks like he will and looks down even cursor or cursorily he will mm -hmm. see your horse I can't command the horse to move can I no um I will move a little towards him so that hope well let's see just a second. Is there is there anyone else out? Like, is there anyone that would see action on the wall? It's dark. It's night. Yeah, I quickly glance. Are there any other? If, see if there's any other lit torches. There's a someone on the on the gate. Mm -hmm. They're on the ground though. Uh, I don't know. They're on the wall, looking over the gate, but they're on the opposite side of the building. You actually can't see them from where you are now, but you saw them when you were riding around. Okay. Well, I'm going to try and leap upon this guard before he knows what hit him and cast a color spray. So I guess let's roll for initiative. Sure. Let me make a surprise check first. 
Go ahead and roll me your initiative roll. One. <laughs> yeah. So I like. Yeah. He has no idea what's what's happening. No, he's surprised. And your black-robed figure crawls over the palisade wall. A bright spray of colors emits from your hand. Pocket sand. <sighs> um. Unless he happens to be six hit die, he doesn't even get a save. No, he is not. He falls unconscious. His torch tumbles to the ground at his feet. If I can catch it before it starts a fire, I'll try and do that. Yeah, uh, you catch it and prevent a fire from starting. And... I toss him over the wall towards where the horses yeah not towards. I mean, I think I'm some feet away from the right, horse. but on the, that side, on that side the outside. Um, Why don't you roll a d6 for the damage he takes as he falls? Oh shit! It's, only t- it's 15 feet, right? Yep. Probably should have killed him before I tossed him overboard, huh? Only two points of damage. Right. He <laughs> lands with a clump a cr- in a crumple on the other side. And he'll wake up in 2d4 rounds if that didn't kill him. Correct. Damn it. Yeah, Jack got it right. I was harvesting whether or not to har- contemplating whether or not to harvest his soul. I'm considering how much time I had or how obvious it'd be. What are you going to do? Um, I assume that he's dead, even though he's probably not. And I run towards the main keep so that I can climb up it while I still got spider climb going. Okay. You begin to scale the wall. Um, Any place in particular you're heading? Probably the top floor. There are two windows on this side of the building on the top floor. Are either of them lit? Yes, they are, uh, one of them is lit. Okay, my hood is drawn close over my head, by the way. And I <laughs> peer in one of the windows. Uh, the lit or the unlit one? Uh, the lit one. Okay, so these are, are windows with no glass on them. There are shutters that can't be closed, but... Okay, so the shutters are closed? No, no, the shutters are open. Uh, but there's no glass. So you can peer in. In fact, you could walk right in. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's no, like, sound buffer, just so you know. Yeah, I look in through the window. Okay. You see Lady Dysack sitting at a desk, writing in a book. Probably I... a journal. I hide and then crawl over to climb over to the other window. The other window is dark. The shutters are closed. I open the shutter as quietly as I can. Not a problem. They open. What do I see in the room in the in the shadows? Any shapes? It's Any dark movement? in there. It's really dark. You're inside a building with no light. I take a second to light a candle. Okay. Uh, you see a bedroom. There Maybe is a bedroom. young man and, sleeping oh. in the bed. In the bed. 
young man of about 16. Yes. I hadn't really thought how to how to make this look or how I want to make this look. Is it a wraith? Is his soul wrenched from his body? Or did he die quietly in his sleep? Wizard lock might have been nice to keep that door behind me locked, but... I pull out a bit of gauze and assume my wraith form. I approach the boy approach his bedside and never done this but we'll see what happens I withdraw the amulet though I am insubstantial and I can't interact with them I will insert the insubstantial amulet into the boy's mouth body whatever cavity I can find and attempt the harvest soul does it work hmm. it does say inside a living intelligent medium humanoid I think placing it in its mouth does not work. Can I like force it into his chest cavity? You'd have oh, magic. To, you'd have magic. to open the chest cavity to force it in. Okay. Leaving a big bloody gaping wound in his chest. inside of him thought the mouth might work that stuff <laughs> sorry I take it back <laughs> um, I don't know how you should do one that works him dimension door you can only teleport people rope trick can I rope trick it inside of him no I think I need to another person get hucked out a window how do you go about this Can I wraith form inside of him? I'm not sure. 
sure what that means. Uh, like I'm... Let's see. I'm insubstantial. Wizard can pass through small holes, narrow openings, even mere cracks with all he wears or holds in his hands, including a magic amulet. Um, can I, I don't just think like, you can, can fit just inside like whisk- of him, but you could put parts of you down his throat or up his nose or any other yeah. orifice. Why only parts? Why not all? Because I mean, he doesn't have enough volume inside of his body to fit you. Okay, but like an insubstantial hand clutching an amulet up his nose into his brain or down his throat into his chest cavity. You can try it. Between all the cracks and capillaries and work my way to his heart or wherever his soul is kept. You can try it. Uh, Yes, I try it. All right, where are you going for? Up the nose, down the throat? Down the throat, but I think I'm trying to like extend the amulet. The amulet's in my hand. I'm just trying to insubstantial it through, like I said, like capillaries and blood vessels go through like the wall of his throat just like disperse inside of him wraith all up in there you're not sure where your hand ends up because you can't actually interact with him physically really but your arm and amulet end up somewhere inside of his body does he stay unconscious throughout all of this he's breathing normally and can I I mean I try and activate the amulet try to his eyes open with a gasp uh, he tries to inhale desperately, but can't. He struggles, reaching his hands for you and passing them right through you as beads of red light appear around your arm, kind of phasing through his body. Uh, he tries to let out a scream, but there's something in the way. His soul being pulled out of his lungs. Soon enough, he's collapsed and pale with wild, stricken eyes in his bed. I leap out of the window. I'm insubstantial, so I don't take damage from the fall, correct? Yep, only magical or special attacks. So I probably fall at normal rate and just like... Um... slip through maybe a crack in the palisade wall back out to my horse. Okay. Is the guard dead? Or no. screaming around? You do not find the guard next to the horse. The guard has gotten up and moved? Yes. He saw the horse. How many know that... Well, maybe he saw the horse. There's no screams? There's no alarm? You didn't hear any. I climb back atop my black horse... Hopefully nobody saw it, <laughs> and gallop <laughs> off into the plains. Uh, probably further east, if that's the direction. Eh, I'm black. Horse is black. It's dark out. I like circle around and then head back to the west. Okay. Eventually, you make your way back to Misty Rapids Keep. And why don't we take our last break for the day? right about here. We'll see you guys in a few minutes with the resolution of Georg's assassination. Welcome back to Dicing with Death, everybody. So, 
you are heading for the barrows or for the keep? Uh, the barrows. Yeah. Well, yeah. You make it back to the barrows. Your horse stands beside you. You are no longer wraith formed. Yeah. <clears throat> How do you get through the gates? How shall I get through this time? I guess I'll use my second dimension door. Okay. You walk right through. right through the gate. Take my long walk of shame. Shame? You mean victory? Victory? Victory over a 16-year-old boy? I guess I'm only 17. Or gay over only 17. But... Okay. Uh, and you make it back inside the keep. It is nighttime. It is... Like six hours after sundown. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. All right. And you wake up the next day, I guess, late the next day. Yeah. Just trying to think if there's, I guess I don't need an alibi here. Like these people will vouch for me. And as far as they know, I was in the keep the whole time, right? Mm -hmm. Just doing creepy wizard things in the basement. Mm hmm. So. Uh, when you wake up, it is raining. But other than that, it is a... Oh, I should have just rode to the keep and then dimension door it into my room, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, chat. That would have been quite easy, probably. I guess you yeah. could have just dimension door it out of the keep as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but then, I mean, but that's... Oh, yeah. No, I totally could have done that. I was like, the alibi was that I went into the I should have just like locked myself in my room, left a candle burning. Dimension door in and out the way windows. Better, way better alibi. God damn, I don't even need to, I mean, I can dimension door through walls yeah. as long as it's in the range. Oh, well. Next time, that's probably, I wake up with a start that morning, like, damn it. <laughs> um, Rememorize spells. Lightning Bolt instead of Phantom Steed. Rememorize Color Spray. Do I like Wraith Form? Let's leave Wraith Form on hold for a little while. Memorize Fly. We'll see if that of I get to use that. And as always, you are casting Conceal Alignment on the amulet? Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Hmm. I guess I continue my studies research into the water breathing. Do I ever, do I find anything in the library that gives me any clues as to the whereabouts of Lady Redshield, or is it all... No, there are all yeah, arcane books. There's nothing personal in there whatsoever. Were there personal journals at the house? I think I would have taken them if I found them. Did they... Were they, did they... You didn't see any personal journals. Yeah, like they had disappeared? Like they had been taken with her? I think so. Or I think you think so. Mm-hmm.
Okay. So, I think I take a chill day off or whatever, hang around the keep, see if word gets back to me. Uh, word does word arrive later that us. day that mm. Lady Dissect's son is dead. But that's all it says, is that Dolan has died. Dolan Dysek is dead. Who's the letter from? From one of Lady Dysek's attendees. Where do we receive this letter? It comes to Baron Song. Mm-hmm. He approaches it to you, approaches you, and just hands you the letter, lets you read it himself, yourself. I take a glance. And just kind of makes... tragic. Such a young boy, so full of promise. He makes eye contact with you and gives you the slightest of nods. Okay. I hand the letter back. Okay. Uh, Later that day, at a different point in time, when everyone's gathered for dinner, he makes his intentions known that he is going to invite Lady Dysek over as a... uh, show of sympathy and camaraderie between his the lords that owe him fealty. You know, her son is dead. Please come. We will host you a dinner and you know, drink to your son. Uh, I look meaningfully when he says drink yes. to the son. Uh, he's planning this for this weekend. This uh, this Saturday will do nicely. It is now Tuesday? It is now Wednesday. Uh, Tuesday, yeah. It's Tuesday evening when he says that. Right. Could I scry at a location based on a map? Would that make it obvious? Or our map's not accurate enough for such purposes? I'm specifically wondering if I could uh, clairvoyance upon Anvil based on my knowledge of its location from the map room. I think if you scribed on the town from a map, you would kind of get a bird's eye view of the town. Yeah. Um, and then from there, you could probably pick closer scrying points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'll give that a try. Sure. You scry. So we can use. I can use clairvoyance as a bird to get a bird's eye view of the location. I think I asked you that, and we never really. Yes. I know. Yes, you can. So you get this bird's eye view of Anvil. There is yeah, so a we'll... keep in the center of town and a town kind of surrounding it. The keep is walled separately from the town, which has, uh, which is not walled, it's open. It's is the keep inside the town or nearby? Inside the very center of town. Okay. There is a, a small little harbor. It's not really much of a harbor, actually. It's just kind of a, a pier that extends out. Uh, the town looks kind of crappy. 
The town is inside woods, right? In a forest? No, it's on the edge of wood. Okay. It's... Yeah, it's at the very edge of the firewood. Uh, and the wood has been carved away from the town, so it kind of... Like there's a, a horseshoe shape, almost. Or I guess... Uh, uh, a semicircle that's like carved out of the forest, where the forest has like grown out into the town, or the town has grown out into the forest, and they've kept it cleared, so that nothing can like slip in from the woods without being seen across at least a few hundred yards of open plain. Do I see any flags flying from the keep? Any banners hanging? You do. You do indeed. Um, where is it? Which proficiency, non-weapon proficiencies do you have? I have... Astrology, engineer. I don't have heraldry, that's what you're asking. Astrology, engineering, religion, spellcraft, reading, writing, riding, horse, uh, you, defense, see, you see swimming. the flag of Velthara, a large eye, a large red eyeball rimmed, uh, mm -hmm. flying from the keep. Hmm. But no sigils of houses. No. No sigils know, of houses. I guess, what's, what was his, um, Carrick. Carrick the Vengeful. He, he styled himself Carrick the Vengeful. So I think if I hadn't already heard, I would draw the connection. Mm -hmm. Had Georg heard that he was a priest of Velthara? Or was that, did I get that from watching Hardcore Heroes or something? Or from a previous campaign? In any case, I think I make that connection now. Mm -hmm. he serves Velthara. <clears throat> interesting I guess that's not interesting I probably already knew this but confirmed um, I probably only did one clairvoyance that day I think I would have memorized it instead of I probably yeah I think when I was re-memorizing Wraith form instead of the fly or whatever I would have done clairvoyance but we can, I'll probably do another another scrying attempt the next day, closer up at the keep or something, depending on how the week goes. Sure. Um, what, is, what is in the map room? Maps? Like, are there any books or map, like, okay, just maps of the region? Uh, maps, little figurines to mark things on maps. There are a few books that looks like they are sigils and books on like um, heraldry. Mm -hmm. Books on heraldry, huh? And Lord, but Lord Song keeps all of his books in his own room. Uh, I don't know what you mean by his own books. Like, everything is Lord Song's. Yeah, but his li his private library is in his in his room. Yeah, he's got a few books in his room, but I don't think that's anything too special. Maybe his journal is the only real special thing in there. 
Okay. Well, I walked in on once reading a book about the eight dragons of Arcadia or something like that. Oh, right. Yeah. I presumably has at least a couple others, unless dragons are his favorite animal and that's all he reads about. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And some weird stream lag. Yeah. Yeah. There's not much we can do about it, though. After this, I'm definitely going to fix these issues. Um, so what do you do? I am debating if there's anything that I actually want to do or if we should just fast forward to skip forward because I'm slowly researching this water breathing deal. You haven't been out in town in, a, in a, about a week now. Has it really been that long? It's been that was the chimera? Yeah. Just about a week. Hmm. The next day, okay. uh, there's word right. going about the, the keep that a cleric has finally come of age that she may end her training and join the ranks of clerics in Misty Rapids, which at this point is just Mother Ullman. Huh. Who is this woman? Who who delivers the news? Like, are, are we? Uh, you don't hear them. You just kind of hear it from people talking in and around you. I stop the first. I mean, stop person I hear. I say, who who is this cleric? Where? Mother Emma of Tempos. She has just had her sixteenth birthday today. And already a mother. Well, mother is a, a rank for clerics. Mm-hmm. Sister is a rank for priestesses. Tempos is a, the goddess of the god, god of, of fate and time. Hmm. They tell you and that. And she is. Uh, is she of this Emma, town? Sorry, go on. Uh, mother Emma was a Norwin, like of the Norwin family before mm -hmm. she was married to a wealthy merchant. Oh, I'm sorry, her mother was a Norwin before she was married to a, a wealthy merchant. Uh, mother Emma doesn't have a last name because she's no longer, her family's not a noble family, had smallpox as a child, but she survived. And the pox left these terrible scars all over her face and body, giving her a ghastly appearance. She was cured or survived somehow and after that, her clerical abilities expressed themselves, and she went into training to be a priest, or a priestess, and they saw the clerical abilities, and she's trained, and now she has come of age and come of skill. Hmm. Maybe I'll head into town, then. meet this cleric see what she has to say about the nature of time uh, you go on into town you see that there are some sort of celebration happening despite the rain over near the main temple how is it how is the, has it been repaired yet there's or scaffolding that's been built around it people are 
clearly working on it, but not today. Not with the rain mm -hmm. and not with the festivities. Well, <clears throat> I approach the crowd. Pulling my cloak overhead to protect me from the rain. I would have cast deep pockets, by the way, before leaving the keep. Sure. And ridden my riding horse. Not your spectral horse? Not my spectral horse. Okay. Uh, you arrive. There are drinks and food being passed around. Everyone is having a, a gay old time. The church doors are opened. It looks like all the rubble has been cleared out from inside and the blood stains have been washed away. Mother Emma is perched at the end of the great table uh, as people come up and say their best wishes and give her their prayers. As you walk into the temple, the people nearest you fall to silence. Damn it, I should have brought a gift. Slowly, the entire room goes quiet as people look at you. <laughs> I was planning on just waiting in line and saying a few words with the priestess, but I sort of look self-consciously around. Is Mother Ullman present? She is. She is sitting to the right of Mother Emma. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord Song, not present? Nope. Welp. People are watching I eventually you. approach. Uh, Mother Emma gets to her feet and stands for your approach and looks at you with a, a calm radiance over her pox-scarred yeah. face. I smile, ignoring Mother Ullman's eye contact. could hear a pin drop if it wasn't for the rain. You and Mother Emma are standing, looking at each other. Everyone is, has their eyes on you. I bow deeply. Welcome, my dear mother. The people of Misty Rapids are most blessed to be in your presence. She gives you a polite curtsy. The nature of time is a most noble investigation. And a matter I consider myself well-versed in. Do not hesitate to, to call upon me if there's anything you need. Why, thank you, she says. But you are going to have to work on that voice. I... Or does it crack? <laughs> uh, she thanks you. And... Yeah wonders aloud if it wasn't your fate to come to Misty Rapids to drive off the Chimera. Indeed. It's a wonder, and I look poignantly to Mother Ullman. She rises and starts heading for the door. Sometimes we are right where, sometimes we're right where we need to be. 
Mother Omen gets up to leave? Yes. Uh, Mother Emma gives you another polite curtsy and says, May Tempos's hand guide your fate. Uh, and then she sits back down. And yours. And I depart, I guess. As you exit... Awkwardly with Mother Omen. <laughs> she's a, a little bit ahead of you. As yeah. you exit, the, the crowd picks back up. But you meet Mother Omen outside. You... I tried to slow down to avoid her, but is she like waiting for me out there? Yeah. When you go out the front door, you're standing in that little shelter. She stops and looks at you dead in the eyes says I need your gaze I will not sully this sacred day but you will have to pay for your crimes Georg my crimes the only way to wash away the sins of your past is to purify you in the holy river let me ask when is the last time you went for a swim I purify myself daily Dinas's embodiment in this world. I serve her will. Of course. Of course. <clears throat> you know, our new mother did raise a good point. Where were you last week when the chimera descended upon us? We really could have used a priest. Serving the greater good. Hmm. Adinus knows best. Suppose there is a greater good than the lives of these people. I'm afraid I just don't see it. And I, I'm like mounting up or like going to catch my horse. She stands where she is watching you as you mount up and exit before she turns back and heads inside. <clears throat> you know, temp- Tempos turns the staff of time, mother. And Nadinus holds it, she says. Hmm. Yes. Well. Time takes its toll on even the steadiest of hands. Flesh rots, bones crumble to dust. And even wizards die. <clears throat> I nod. I. And. Yes, <laughs> I will. Perhaps many times. I think the two of you go your separate ways. I leave it to chat to decide who got the upper hand on that one. I don't know. Uh, is there mm-hmm. anything else in particular like to do? Because we only have like 15 minutes left, 10 minutes left in game time, and I think this is a good ending point. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so. Okay. Uh, Lady Dyson. Water breathing. Wait. Oh, Lady Dissect. Oh, I was going to say, Lady Dissect's party event mm-hmm. is in three days. Will we deal with that next time? We can deal with that next session. I 
think I'd like to prepare for that ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, I'd also like to know, well, I think we'd all like to know what your thoughts are on that, but maybe we'll have to wait and see them. My thoughts? How, what Georg's going to do? I didn't know I had to do anything. I, I got the potion and Lord Song is the one that's got to get her to drink it. Have you given him the potion? Or is it still uh, the yeah, I gave, I gave. I think I gave him the potion then and there. Cool. I assume he took it. Well then. Right. Let's leave the fate of this endeavor in the hands of other people. Because other people never make mistakes. <laughs> he did take the potion, right? He did, yeah. If you he would have taken the potion. Well then. Um, would I have gathered anything from scrying on the keep? Uh, you would you have seen two heads, three heads spiked on the front wall of the keep. Like on the outer fresh. wall above the gate. Uh, they look to be a little old. Weeks now, maybe months. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well then. Uh, and is Greller still unconscious? He is. Uh, recovering? Yes. Okay. I think we're wrapping up experience. Right. Uh, okay, so you finished the quest regarding uh, sending messages. Mm -hmm. You assassinated uh, yeah. Dolan. You fought a chimera. Mm -hmm. Which I'm going to have to open up my own generation for that. By my count, I've cast 15 spell levels in combat slash assassination operations, not including phantom steeds and dimension doors and the like. Jesus. This might be one of the few times where the monstrous manual gives more experience in my custom calculator. What? Did you include breath weapon and like, mm -hmm. which AC did you use? Does it have any other special attack? Doesn't it have like five attacks around? Six, but most of them are pretty low. <laughs> okay. How much does your calculator say it gives? Uh, like 3,400. And the monstrous manual says 5,000. Yeah, doesn't seem too far off. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm going to make you split that with Greller and Crystal, though. Yeah. Um... Oh, you finished making your staff. I'm going to give you some experience for finishing making your staff. 
And some experience for... Well, let's do... You learned one spell, right? Magic Mouth. That's 200 experience. Yeah. And how many spell levels did you cast in to Fif- help you overcome problems? 15. Does, getting, does having to Dimension Door through a... Uh, through a gate count as a problem? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, 15. Okay. Um, so what is that? Like 750 experience? Yes. Okay. So hey. Um, That's it. Times 1.1. Mm-hmm. Total is 4565. Are you keeping track of Greller and Crystal's experience? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> this brings my total to six, 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 nine, zero. Wow. Praise hail Malchus. Praise Malchus. All right. Uh, well, that's it for Dicing with Death this week. We will see you guys next week for more Dicing with Death at our same dicey time and our same deathy time, I think. Mm-hmm. I think we can also talk. Summer is upon us, so I will no longer have. We can see. We can switch to another day, but it seems like this is working. It's a decent time. I think when summer kicks in, it'll be more decent. Um, we'll, we'll chat about that off stream. Okay. Uh, without any other things to say, I'm going to be working on fixing the stream, but hopefully there will be more streaming in a couple of hours. And uh, yeah. See you guys later. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.